welcome back to our podcast. First proper one. I Exciting. know, I know. Um, so if you've stuck with us from the trailer, I'm very impressed because <laughs> apparently there's 63 of you. <laughs> so that, that is quite impressive. I was quite happy with that. And like, I mean, it was potentially all of our friends, but we skip, we skip over that. You're forgetting family as well. Oh, uh, that was very true. A hive to the people in Texas who were listening <laughs> to us. Yeah, it's cool looking at where everyone's from. There's people from Hong Kong, Philippines, and also Wales, <laughs> Scotland. Um, so yeah, that's nice. Um, so we were thinking today, we just do like a sort of Q&A, get to know each other. Um, I'm obviously going to learn a few things about Bella along the way, I hope. Um, as well as you guys too. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be good because, I mean, if you know us in real life and know us very well, this will be incredibly boring, you know, and I'm really sorry. But equally, um, I don't, we don't actually know that much about each other. Considering... No, yeah, we only met um, like three or four weeks ago. So yeah, I'm going to ask you some questions, find out some juicy things about Bella. <laughs> juicy things about Ellen. <laughs> life of a music student seems pretty like crazy compared to Vetman. I think it's just very different. Like we we have very different types of degrees. Um, so I spend my life sitting in front of a piano, and you spend your life next to horses. From what I hear. Well, I mean, I don't because I'm I've discovered that I'm highly allergic to horses. Wait, did the test come back? The test came back. So the normal range is about zero to zero point three four, and that's if you're negative, right? I right. came back as twenty one point six five. It's not that helpful that a vet med's allergic to horses. Not really. And I mean, I did get the accolade of having the highest antibody score she had ever seen. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, it's not even that high, really. I mean, I've, I've had like these tests before and 21.65 is bad, but it's it's not the highest I've ever seen. Okay. So cool. clearly she's there. <laughs> I did have to give a bit of a sarcastic response, though. She was like, maybe vet med's not the best career choice for you. I was like, with all due respect, I'll decide that one for myself. <laughs> Should I start? Crack on. Should I yeah. ask you a question? Nick? Should we? We did do like a Q&A submit box on Instagram, but I feel like our friends don't need to know that much more else about us. So we're going to rely on some questions that we yeah. found online. And I don't know how well that's going to go. Ellen's laptop has currently died. It's okay. So. It's okay. We have a phone. Okay. We, we are okay. okay. Um, should I start? Yeah, go on. Let's, let's see. So, first question is, drum roll please. <laughs> um, what is your proudest accomplishment? Oh, that's quite deep for a first question, isn't Oh, it? wow. Okay, yeah, I quite like that though. I quite like that we get into deep stuff. Yeah, like, go for it. Um, my proudest, my, oh. Uh, so I was a lifeguard for three years and I saved a couple of lives and I feel like that's my contribution to... Wow, that, that's, quite, that's quite a statement. You saved a couple of lives. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, they were drowning and had I have left them, they would have died. So, you know. Wow, think, everyone, like a ballet. Yeah, I mean, they were mostly children there was an old man there was an old man an old man yeah <laughs> broadens the range out of it <laughs> um what what is your proudest to come from oh um you know what there's there's like multiple things that i'm proud of achieving but i don't think i really have like a top thing that i'm proud of um to be quite honest just getting through my a-levels and coming to uni is quite an achievement because the amount we've had to do because there's a pandemic and you know just living it's coming out yeah. the other side of a pandemic is you know 
Yeah, I think everyone listening to this should be proud of themselves yeah. for just getting through it. Did your household go into isolation for COVID? No, actually, that is my proudest achievement. So basically, um, at Cambridge, we had, especially at Jesus, we had a lot of households go into isolation, um, especially in the first term we were here. Mainly just because everyone came back from different places around the UK. It was just bound to happen. But my flat, thank thank you, flatmates, um, we didn't go into isolation once. We got through the whole of this year so far. Touch wow. Without any isolation, um, which, yeah, is quite impressive, I think, personally. So that is definitely not my proudest achievement, but I'm going to say it is at the moment <laughs> because I'm proud of my flat for that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's quite cute, actually. I mean, I think most people ended up in isolation. So yeah, the fact I, that you were I haven't had to isolate once, um, wow. which is really nice. Yeah, We've got 100 getting to know you questions here, so we're going to add some spice. Bye. <laughs> go on, go for it. Um, worst. Oh God. Basically, I live right next to a road and we have to have the windows open because it's so hot here today. Um, so I'm really hoping you can't hear all the, lorry, all the lorries driving past being really loud. Ah, now this is a perfect one. So basically we've had two takes of this because we sort of, we had issues with the microphone. Yeah. And one of the first questions we talked about was what would you take with you on a deserted island? Oh, and yeah. Ellen got really annoyed at me because I kept thinking that I could take people and apparently people are not objects and therefore I can't take people. Well, I'm right. People aren't <laughs> objects, Bella. <laughs> However, there is now a question. Who would you want to be stranded with on a deserted island? How long is this period of time? Um, so I mean, two months. Two months on a deserted island or something. Um, I would have to say... See, I'm scared because whoever's going to listen to this, someone's going to be offended. Well, okay, I tell you what, why don't we do not people that like we know? Why okay, don't we so go like with a famous celebrities? Person. Okay. Um, I think I would like to be stranded on a desert island with Elton John. Oh. <laughs> I think that would be really entertaining because, you know, he could be a musician and I could talk to him about music. He could play for me, which I would love. I feel like he'd have some very interesting stories about people. Like, it'd be a good way of passing the time. And he'd probably freak out a bit, but then he'd be a bit chill. I don't know. That's really random. But I just was like, Elton John. He just makes me think of a desert island. <laughs> well, cool fact about Elton John. Um, there is a guy that we met a while ago who was the ha- Elton John's hands in Rocket Man. <laughs> really? Yeah, playing the piano. He goes to Cambridge. He's in first year, I think. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, wow. Very cool. What a claim to fame that would be. <laughs> Well, who would you have on a desert island? So, I mean, this is easy for me. Um, I'm not going to say Tom Holland. Stop looking at me like that. (laughs) Lara's in the background and is currently looking at me because I have a massive crush on Tom Holland, right? But, like, I'm not going to... It's just not a good idea, is it? No, my idol is Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And if you know anything about me, it's that I'm obsessed with that woman. And she is, you know, she's very very cool and i think she'd be resourceful and she could play me music and we could chat about life and feminism and politics and just everything that i love about her i could i could do a whole episode on why taylor swift should run the country yeah bella really likes taylor swift um i'm singing her all the time uh, yeah and the problem is i can't sing so (laughs) it's more like screaming (laughs) i don't know yeah i think you've got a voice Um, Uh, i have a voice it's not a good voice I, I I think it's personal. It's, it's good. She's being far too nice to me. We're not at the stage yet where she feels she can insult me. Well, I'm on record. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, okay, so as you're allergic to horses, as we've just found out, but you're a vet, do you know how to ride a horse? No. You don't? <laughs> no. I mean, I, I had... Like, I've been on the backs of horses and I've sort of pulled the reins, but... But you don't know how to ride No. Do you? 
Um, I ho- did horse riding a little bit when I was younger. Oh. Um, and then I had a teacher who kind of terrified the life out of me. Um, and I stopped. But I think it's quite a fun thing to do. Um, I just thought, you know, maybe as a as a vet, you might you might know. No, I mean. I feel like maybe it might be a good idea if I was going to be an equine vet to know vaguely, but given that I'm highly allergic to horses, I think equine vets... Does make vets, sense, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. that's probably out now. Oh, I'm just having a scroll through some of these questions. Uh, sorry, what kitchen appliance do you use every day? <laughs> what kind of question is that? Do you I, use the toaster or the blender more often? Neither. <laughs> we. I don't think our toaster works in the flat, actually. I could be wrong. I've just never used it. Seems actually. like something you should report to maintenance. I, I honestly think it probably does. I've just never Any used it. Any porters that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the porters actually um, have a podcast, I think. No, no, they have an Instagram account. Oh, what? Porters at Jesus? I don't know if it's at Jesus. It's just like a... It's called like the, the Porter's Lodge or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, the Porter's Log. Yeah, that's a satirical magazine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. very funny. Oh, this is this is a que- this is this is a question. I don't know if you can call it interesting, but if you won the lottery right now, right this second, what would be the first thing you did? Bribe my way into a vice chancellor of the university. <laughs> no. Obviously, she wouldn't do that. Obviously, I would not do that. Just legal disclaimer. Um, oh, the thing is, there's nothing like I massively want. I mean, I would definitely buy water stones. You should buy water. I would buy water stones as because I don't know if this is picking up, but Lara's sitting in the background currently yelling about a water stones <laughs> gold card. Now I don't quite know <laughs> what that is, but well, yeah, but like I don't know. I tell you what I would do. I would buy out Pret and I would fix their ice machine. Yeah, she's not very happy, and neither am I because Bella has the Pret subscription, which everyone seems to own at the moment. But the Pret in Cambridge is not working when it comes to ice at the moment, and it's boiling here it's like 24 25 degrees um and all i want is a nice coffee and i can't get one i mean we say boiling relative but if anyone actually lives in a really hot country yeah, it's gonna... probably quite cold <laughs> yeah actually, but... i have a slightly different question for go you on, actually then, go for it what was the last thing that you read oh you asked this when we first recorded and, <laughs> and i, I couldn't answer, answer again um so i haven't really been reading because of um, exams. I've just been reading exam papers. There was actually this really interesting paper on like liveness and music and what it means to be live, which I thought was quite interesting. But in terms of like books, the last book I read the full way through was Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Gibbon, which I think there was a bit of controversy about like the way she published the book and things. But the actual contents of the book is really interesting and it and it really kind of opened my eyes to kind of some of the injustices and things that we shouldn't as women really have to deal with but we do and we just kind of see it as red um i mean women don't owe you pretty is a really cool book it's very there's a lot of like critical takes on it because it kind of there's been like suggestions that it takes on feminism from a commercialized point of view there there's also um another woman um who wrote a book very similar um and she is an amazing black like women and yeah there's a there's there's a bit of a debate going on about who whose content actually is um but taking that out of like the equation the contents of the book of both books i've read a bit of the other one too um are both like really eye-opening just about you know kind of walking home at night and just really basic things that we just take as we have to be on our phones and everything like that um i'm realizing when i speak right that i say i want to say book like book book 
But I say is, book. Is that the is that the, new, the Newcastle? Newcastle? Yeah, because, because because I come from the north, we say like book and kook. Um, but I, I always get taken the mick out of by everyone at uni. So I, I say book a lot now. And I, I keep listening to it being like, oh, it's weird. I don't like saying book. But I don't like saying book either. <laughs> I don't know. I'm overthinking it, but I don't know what to say now. I mean, I don't know. Coming to uni has... My, my stepdad's northern, so I very much... He's from Sheffield, so I kind of know we we take the Mickey out of him a lot. But Newcastle is not an accent that I've heard before. That's not a Newcastle accent. What am I doing? What is that voice? <laughs> well, it's a Geordie accent, isn't it? But I okay. I don't have a Geordie accent. The, I don't think. Uh, Geordie Shaw. Right. Here's a, here's a funny story. Actually, well, you can decide whether it's funny or not. But I'm sure you won't mind me saying. But I have a flatmate who's Italian. Um, and one of the first things he said to me was that he he watches Geordie Shaw, and I was I was honestly like I was like oh I come from Newcastle he was like oh do you watch Geordie Shaw and I was, I've never seen it in my life but I feel like that's that's what puts us on the map isn't it Geordie Shaw well I mean I'm the only way is Essex because I'm from Essex yeah and I live right by where it's filmed and. I can honestly say that aside from adoring Gemma Collins, I've never <laughs> seen an episode of the show. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I might have to watch one now, though, just to... Or maybe we can watch one each. I'll watch Geordie Shaw. You watch The Only Way We, can, we can do a review on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. should actually go to the club, actually, the Sugar Hut Club. I think the one in Geordie Shaw is called Bijou. Ooh. I think okay. that I, but I've never seen it, but everyone goes to Bijou, this like club, and it's got this really nice um, neon lettering, and then mm. people take photos there. Very nice. Okay. But yeah. Um, now that things are opening, we might be able to go. Yeah, I mean, Fun. I am always down for a bit of clubbing. The club scene in Cambridge is an interesting one that I don't it's know quite that much empty about. at the moment. Yeah, um, I mean, we've had several shut down, right? Like Fez yeah. and what was the other? Vinyl? No, Vinyl's not shut down. Um, Cindy shut Cindy down. Cindy shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not a huge clubber. Um, but there are so there's so much to do here. Like I just don't think you can get bored of Cambridge. I'm not convinced there's as much to do as it appears. I was trying to plan with my flatmate, um, <laughs> like stuff because she's got a friend coming up, and there wasn't that much that I could suggest like bringing a guest to do. I think it's more kind of we forget mm. that Cambridge as a place is really beautiful, mm. and like when you live here all the time, it ju- you just kind of get used to it. Um, so I always. Like, when I bring my parents down and stuff, they're always so excited just to kind of see King's Parade and, and just see, like, the architecture and things. And you kind of forget. And just, like, going to the cute little coffee shops. Um, like, I definitely have my favourite coffee shop spots and stuff. Um, just, like, taking people to interesting places you would only go. Mm. But, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a small city. As, but it's got a very unique history that I think people who haven't been here a lot yeah. enjoy as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I think... Like, going off the back of that, were there any, like, other colleges that you consider applying to other than Jesus? So, my, like, this was, like, my feeder college. So, we, like, I went to this school in Newcastle, and um, there was a few other students that had come here before me. So, I kind of knew the college better, and I did a summer school here as well. Um, So, I knew it the best. So, I was always going to apply to Jesus if I applied to Cambridge. But in the back of my mind, I also did think about Sydney, Sussex. But that's mainly because of location, because Sydney is like across the road from Jesus, and I really like this part, of, like this part of the city. I just felt like quite homely, but like, and it's also like a seven. I've timed it. <laughs> it's a seven-minute walk to Kings Parade, which is kind of the centre, but it's also like far enough out not to feel like the city centre, because I I can imagine like living on some of the streets right next to kind of the city centre would be quite loud in the evenings and stuff and I feel like here you get a good balance of kind of countryside 
quietness as well as like kind of close to the city centre where you can drink and, yeah. and see people and also I mean I, I don't think it's a problem right now obviously because of COVID but tourists I've heard from like the older yeah. years who are like it's really frustrating sometimes to just see tourists peering in your bedroom yeah window. apparently people like yeah will just look in the windows and take photos like not in your windows but you know like take yeah. photos of the building that you're living in like I am nosy but I can't imagine <laughs> it's a whole new level of nosiness yeah I can't imagine walking up to someone's window and being like this is something I need in my camera roll this picture of this specific yeah, window frame yeah. But also, like, the rooms in King's and, like, just the other colleges are beautiful, too. Like, everywhere has its pros and cons, I think. Oh, definitely. I feel like we're definitely going to do an episode on sort of applying to Cambridge in general because one of the things I know passionate about is access, and I think you are, too. Yeah, definitely. And so, although we want to make this, like, a a thing where we can just talk for half an hour and, you know, have a good, like, be a background to, like, your coffee walk or something, we also want to try and give some help with like access stuff because i don't actually think there's much in the way of podcasts yeah we, we had a little look to see kind of what's out there already and um there's definitely some things about like access but i think it's just interesting to get different takes on as well especially um, from like two students direct point of view sometimes yeah and we it's... come from different areas and things and i feel like especially being a northern advocate i am very much <laughs> northern advocate um it's really nice to kind of try and get more people coming to Oxbridge from up north um because there's no reason why you shouldn't um so we have in the works a plan for a podcast episode about busting Oxbridge myths I just put something on our stories so you can like put in your myth and then we'll try and bust them or tell you they're true because occasionally some of the things are true um, <laughs> but they're not always as bad as people make them out yeah. so um, I think that'll be a really interesting episode. So if you have any myth-busting questions, go to our story and put them in. Or if it's, you know, expired by then, just send us a DM and we will answer them. I think what I'm going to do is create, like, a, a, a do a load of stories of, like, once this goes live, of all, like, polls and put them as highlights for each episode that we do because then you can go back. If you're listening to this at a later date, you can go and find that highlight and you can still interact with us because I think yeah. that's quite a good way of doing it. And, like, it's not everyone will listen to this when it comes out immediately. Yeah, yeah. So, that'd be quite good. Um, so, it's probably time for us to start, like, winding this down. We only get <laughs> so much time to chat rubbish. And although this is totally interesting to us. Might not be to you guys. Um, I also desperately need food. I'm starving. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm, I actually don't tend to eat so much later. But I can, I can get that. I can get that. Um, yeah, so, I guess... To round this off, what is one thing that happened this week that was interesting that you are grateful for the, I don't know, you know, something that you just sticks in your mind that happened this week? Well, I'm definitely grateful for my exams being over. Um, But I would say the thing that sticks in my mind for this week would be our punting trip. I really enjoyed that. We It was kind of spontaneous, um, which I like. Um, we just went punting on a cam. Um, took a few photos of me looking terrified. Nah, they weren't too bad. <laughs> you did a good um, job. And just had like an hour in the sun. And that was just a really nice way to wind down after a busy kind of month of exams. So I really enjoyed that. So thank you for also inviting me to that. <laughs> You're welcome anytime. You what know about that. you? Um, I think I'm going to go for something like something that's interesting that I learned. Go on then. Um, because I think that's quite cool. So something really cool and funny and interesting that I learned this week and that you can learn too if you follow Dr. Alex George on uh, TikTok. <laughs> little shout out for him there who he has no idea who exists. But um, so your nostrils are on a cycle of which one you breathe through. So every sort of half an hour it will change and you have no idea when you start like trying to think about it consciously you can 
fuck air in both right but like you will breathe out <laughs> this is such a random the air fact. that you will breathe out it cycles it's got an actual name um let me let me see if i can find a name for it all I'm doing now, you can't actually see me, but I'm just like breathing in and out, trying to work out whether Bella's right. I'm sure she is, but I must look like an absolute idiot. So yeah, so Nick, Wikipedia is, the nasal cycle is the unconscious alternating partial congestion and decongestion of the nasal cavities in humans and other <laughs> animals. This results in greater airflow through one nostril with periodic alternation between the nostrils. It is a physiological congestion of the nasal concave, also called the nasal turbinates curled bony projections within the nasal cavity due to selective activation of one half of the autonomic nervous system by the hypothalamus can you tell she's a vet med <laughs> i think what's quite sad is i actually understood that and i think that's when you're at the point in your degree where it's like i've been doing this too long that means absolutely nothing to me so, so. the hypothalamus part in your brain that kind no, of I want to know regulates. Oh, yeah, fine. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> shut up. I'll shut up. I thought it was interesting. No, yeah. it is interesting, but now I'm just going to spend the whole evening trying to work out whether I'm breathing through one nostril <laughs> or the other. Well, if you are doing that too, let us know in our Instagram story. <laughs> and we, we will see you next week for yet more fun content, probably with a more structured theme. Yeah, we, this one was just kind of a chill yeah. kind of flow flow with the flow go with the flow I think is what I meant to say <laughs> and we can't wait to do more if you have any questions or any ideas that you want us to do just DM us like we're open to like any suggestions so just go for it yeah but it, yeah, just let us know um, our Instagram handle is at I wish I could podcast give it a cheeky follow <laughs> and we will see you next time I hope you have a great week bye <laughs> bye <laughs>